Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, Matt, it's a Friday here in Pittsburgh. We are well, a little under a week away from the first uh, practice for the Steelers uh, this uh, in this year's training camp. And I-, I wanted to talk about something here, Matt. All right. Uh, I continue to see and hear, and the latest is, is uh, Colin uh, Blowhard, I mean Coward, uh, coming out <laughs> and, and comparing the Steelers to the Kansas City Chiefs um, and saying that, you know, the, the Steelers are spending uh, – the Steelers are only spending $100 million on their offense, or the Chiefs are spending $130 million on their offense, and it shows you just what kind of commitment. Does he not understand that the quarterback is making – Patrick Mahomes makes $36 million. Right, right, right. Kenny Pickett, yeah. makes, Kenny Pickett makes about $6 million. There's your difference. That's the whole difference. I mean, they traded Tyreek Hill because of money. Right. I mean, and if you wanted to call, I don't know, I didn't hear how he said it, but is he indirectly calling the Steelers cheap or frugal? No, he's saying they're they're doing a, a bad roster bill because they're spending, they're not spending enough money on offense. It's It's too tilted for the defense. It's that same old, stupid, ridiculous argument it doesn't matter how you have the money allocated on your roster it's what where are your resources money is just one of the resources that you use to build your roster draft choices are the other one right 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 okay i see what you're getting at here because i was going to say if you're going to call them cheap like they're not going to pay someone well ben was not making mahomes money but similar i mean he was upper tier money for a lot a lot of years i mean it's not like they don't pay guys but anyway i come back to the bengal's on this conversation all the time you know that the bengal's build a defense in free agency with money they build an offense with draft picks early ones chase burrow etc even jonah williams whether they hit or not but now they're going to have to pay the the offense, which used to be super cheap, and draft the defense. Thus, the last two first-round picks have been defensive players for the Bengals, you know, Dax Hill and Miles Murphy. And because the money's going to end up on one side of the ball as opposed to the other. It's difficult to be 16th in spending on defense and 16th in spending on offense. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong to do that. That would be fine. But when you get lopsided, it's usually because you're very young on one side of the ball, which is a nice situation to be in if they're good players. Right. I, I, I just, people are saying stuff like this, or again, are arguing for the sake of argument. Right, right. Thing. So following that up, I'm, I'm in this Twitter discussion and, and some moron out there, and that's what he is, he's a moron, wants to claim that, it's all it's all because of the offensive coordinator with the Steelers. That that, that that's the only difference between the Steelers and the Chiefs because the play caller makes all the difference in the world. Totally discounting the fact that Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL on the planet, or maybe that I've ever seen. You know, so I I, t- I, t- I tweeted back at this guy. I'm like, 
So you're telling me that that if I took if I took Patrick Mahomes and put him on this Steelers team, they're Super Bowl contenders right away. Of course they are. And maybe the favorites. I'm not even sure that the Texans wouldn't be a playoff contender. That's what, that was my plan. I said Patrick Mahomes makes any team that he is on a contender. Now, that sounds like we're selling Andy Reid short. And I think in a, some ways we are because he had great success with Kevin Cobb and, you know, Detmers and guys like I don't like know that. that he had great success because before he got to Kansas City, he was considered a playoff choker. But he got those teams the playoffs. Well, I mean, that's he, all. That's all well and good. But he didn't win in the playoffs. No, he didn't win Super Bowls. Um, he didn't win. He didn't win playoff games with those guys. Right. The only time he won playoff games in Philadelphia was when he had Donovan McNabb. Right. Right. And he went from public perception was a tier coat two coach behind Belichick. He, he was Alex considered. He was considered that. Marty Schottenheimer. Right. 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 You know, a, a really good coach. I mean, I definitely think having an elite offensive play caller, play designer has immense value, but I would rather have Mahomes. 100%. You know, no doubt. Andy Reid with, with Alex Smith was not winning Super Bowls. No, it was a bet. He got the most out of Smith. He got the most out of Cobb, but there's a ceiling there. It goes back to the Niners. I mean, the Niners thought they had a ceiling with Jimmy. So, therefore, they traded everything they had for Trey Lance. Whether that works out or not, it didn't. But that's why they made the Lance move was coaching can only take me so far. I need to go find someone that has superpowers. And Lance may stink, but that was their – they don't make that trade if I'm wrong about that. That's why they made the trade. Right, right. I will say this. The NFL is a coaching league. It is. And, and stars you – know, it's it's about having stars and it's about having coaches because everybody has talent across the board. Sure. It's what do you do with that talent? Can you get that talent past you know the next step? And there's there's obviously luck involved in all those things, and, you know, injury injury luck and things of that nature. Um real quick though, another example is the Rams. We have Jared Goff. We got to the Super Bowl, but I think that's my ceiling. Coaching Jared Goff can only take me so far. What am I going to do? I'm going to give up a ton of resources to go get Stafford. You know, it, same thing as what the Niners did. I mean, it's a different approach, Stafford versus Trey Lance, but same thing. Two of the best, quote, offensive minds in the league, and same kind of with Reed. We can only get so far postseason, but we can't get past without an upgraded quarterback. So you go and you got Mahomes. They didn't have to trade for Mahomes. They were a playoff team in Kansas City with Alex Smith. And traded up to get Mahomes. I mean, that was a good team. And Mahomes only played one game as a rookie. Same with the Rams. They were a Super Bowl team. And then they trade Goff. The Niners, Super Bowl team, trade, you know, go, trade for Lance. You know, so quarterback's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. And, and you, know, so, you know, I look at Kenny Pickett. And I keep, one of the other things that I see out there a lot of is, is this, you know, is, is Matt Canada or the Steelers, are they going to continue to hold Kenny Pickett back? Here's the thing. In his in the 10 games that Pickett started and finished last year, Matt, mm-hmm. Matt, 10 games, he started and finished the game. He threw 357 passes. Now, okay. I'm no mathematician here, but I did go to UPJ. Heck yeah, man. That's an average of 35.7 passes per game. It's not, you know, a, it's not a small number. Do you know how many passes Ben Roethlisberger averaged per game in his rookie year? 
in his 14 oh, starts? Like 17. It was 19.6. Okay. I remember one was 11 one time. He threw 11 passes. One yeah. Time. Yeah. Um, to bring that up to a little, a little more, uh, something a little closer to today's date, Trevor Lawrence in his rookie year, you know how many passes, attempts he had his rookie season per game? I know you don't. So 35, of course I don't. 35.4 he averaged per game. Wow. And they Pickett, were losing by a million in the fourth quarter. Pickett averaged more passes per game than Trevor Lawrence did. But somehow mm-hmm. the Steelers are holding him back. See, I never – I've been asked this a lot lately. Are they going to take the take the reins off of Pickett? Are they going to let him cook kind of uh, – you know, uh, the There, there weren't 50 passes a game? <laughs> right. I never thought that the only – when I get asked that question, it's often like – they just don't want him to screw it up. Just you know that that the lack of turnovers in the second half wasn't a compliment to Kenny. It was the coaches saying, "Just throw it in the dirt." Because I didn't right. see that on tape. You I know, didn't and, see that either. Rest passer. I did not see Alex missing always the brunt of this joke. But you know, on third and eight, Kenny wasn't throwing it five yards. You know, I mean, Alex Smith was notorious for that stuff. Or I I never saw a lack of aggression or obvious mandate from the coaching staff that just don't screw it up. I mean, not the Hodges stuff. No, not. I mean, that, that was a, a that very was conservative game plan. When you, yeah. when you, when you're running a bunch of shovel passes and, and, th- you know, things like that. I mean, that's conservative. I I never thought that they were super conservative with Pickett. Now, no. what I, what I did think was that Pickett struggled in the red zone. We've talked about this. A thousand sure. times. You know who else did? Trevor Lawrence is a rookie. Or, every, rookies, or yeah. every other rookie that's ever started a game in the NFL. doesn't. You don't just come in and, oh, look, he's, he's like one of the top red zone passers in the league. No. Lawrence in year his first year averaged 35.4 passes per game. Last year, he averaged 34.4. So one pass... One pass per game fewer. Mm-hmm. The difference was, as a rookie, Lawrence threw 12 touchdown passes and had 17 interceptions. In his second season, he threw 25 touchdown passes with eight interceptions. Yeah. I mean, they also were playing with leads and had more around them. And better. But he got better in the red zone, and he got better. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, even early in his second season – Lawrence was struggling. The la- I mean, September wasn't great for Lawrence, you know, but he got better and better and better. So I don't know if you caught this, but I threw this tweet out yesterday. In the last 10 years, rookie quarterbacks, when they start, win just under 36% of their games for the league. Now, I understand some of them are first overall picks like Lawrence going to bad situations, but that's a terrible win percentage. And I don't think quarterback win losses is 100% a quarterback stat. But if you're hitting over 36% of your wins when you start a quarterback, oh, by the way, Ben destroys that, but he wasn't in the last 10, is really remarkable. I mean, if you can win 50% of your games or so with a rookie quarterback, you're way above the mean. Yeah, and, and you know, if you look at Pickett's stats from last year, um. Real again, I, 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 like he gets credit for the win over uh, that uh, against. Um, he didn't get credit in one game where he came in and replaced Trubisky. 
He right. also got credit in another game where he got knocked out. So it, it, it's kind of so if if you look at the games after the bye, the Saints, the Bengals, the Colts, the Atlanta game, he got hurt after throwing one pass against Baltimore. They lost that game. Well, that goes as a loss in his column. Um, but he came back against the Rams, the Ravens, and the Browns. He went six and one in those starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I, I mean, I I didn't bring up his win loss percentage on per or win loss record on purpose because I think in games he started, the Steelers were seven and five, but he didn't finish them start to finish, and he came in off the bench and all those things. But they were a winning team with him as their quarterback. And if you're over, if you're winning more than one out of three, that's better than league average. And he was the 20th pick in the draft, not the first. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, comparing to other rookies over the last 10 years, he wasn't the highly touted one. I mean, and then I know those guys go to worse teams. and get all that. But still, I mean, I don't know. So another thing I'm looking up here is the, the this is a little dorky by me but i've been in nerd week to no end with stats that pass rate over expectations now i'm sure people are like come on williamson you're going crazy here but the league has if it's if you're up by four in the third quarter and you have the ball to 50 yard line the league passes x percent of time and so if you're a little over that you're you know so you know over the league norm I'll, I'll cut it down real quick. When Pickett actually took over as the starter, the next three games, their pass rate over expectation was the three highest of the season by far. So he came in and they threw a lot. Then they went to buy. And as everyone probably figured out, the second half of the season, they were well below pass rate over expectation. And people hold that against him. And I'm like, that wasn't a picket reflection. That was because they were running the ball so well and they were winning. You, you know, yeah, like they were they were winning those games. You know, I, those... I know I'm a stat I'm a stat nerd, but you have to have context with it as to why. Use the stat as a tool, not just oh, they must think Pickett's terrible. They just reeled him in. No, they were running the ball well and they were winning. Right, winning makes the difference. The but even if that game. But even at that, if you look at the games after the bye, he threw 30 passes against New Orleans. Mm-hmm. He threw 42 in the loss to the Bengals. He had 28 against Indianapolis, 28 against Atlanta. He threw 39 yep. passes against the Raiders. Again, that was like a zero-degree weather game. He threw 27 right. passes at Baltimore in the rain. That was, a, that was a, a wet game. And then he threw 29 against Cleveland in the finale. And to Again, me, a lot of it's just the sniff test, too. Yeah, it's not like they weren't throwing the football in those situations. Yeah, right. If it was – well, here's another great example, actually, is third downs. I mean, if they were afraid of him or reeling him in, on third and eight, they'd be running draws. Meanwhile, he's converting it like a league-high pace on third downs in the second half of the season, throwing the football. You know, I mean – Go win it for us, Kenny, or several of these games late in the game. They don't take the ball out of his hands. You know, I mean, watching the games, you never got the impression they're scared of their quarterback. They're hiding their quarterback. No, I mean, when the game was on the line, you know, they came out and threw the football. They may have played it closer to the vest before that, but that's because they were running the ball and playing better on defense. 
Well, they were finding their identity as a team, too. Right. Right. Yeah. They came out and wanted to, to establish their running game and their defense, and they did that in the second half of the game. It, it's very much – I don't want to say it's very much – you know, early in Roethlisberger's career in his rookie season, they would often throw throw early to run late. Mm-hmm. With Pickett, it was kind of the opposite. They would run yeah. the ball early and throw the ball late and put it on – okay, Kenny, go win the game for us. Yeah, you got a good feel for things. We trust you. Throw the football. Right, go so, make a play. Yeah, go make a play. Yeah, so, but I mean, hey, if you want to – offense coordinators are like the most scrutinized thing in the world. I mean, everyone thinks it's easy to call plays on Monday. I mean, I, I get that. And, hey, I have some candidate issues as well. I, I think there's a lot of things about the offense as a whole that need to evolve or, or get better. But to say that they're holding the quarterback back isn't fair. You, you know what I mean? Or they're afraid of the quarterback or hiding him. I, I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't see that at all. And I, I think, again, to to the where we started with this, if you put Patrick Mahomes with the Steelers, they're a Super Bowl contender. If you put oh, Kenny Put Kenny Pickett with the Chiefs, their season probably looks a lot like what the Steelers season did last year. I I would fight that it's even stronger. I mean, if the Steelers had Mahomes, their over under win total should be like fourteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, like I don't know who the second best team in the league is if it's even close. Like with respect to the Eagles or the Bills, the Steelers plus Mahomes would be far and away the best team in the league. They may even be better than the Chiefs right now. Well, I think they are when you I mean when you look at their right. you look at Kansas City's roster, I mean it's fine, but it's, it's not it, it's a good roster. It's not a great right. roster. It's not a great not, roster. Not that the Steelers have a great roster. They have a good roster though. And they have depth. Right, right. right. And so. frankly, I, I don't know that the Chiefs win the division with Pickett. You know, the last year version of Pickett, you know, a, a good rookie. Yeah, Holmes so. is the—he's the best player in the world. He's the best player in the world. That's the yeah. long and the short of it. That's that's where we started this. That's where we'll uh, end this segment. He so is quite, I'm yeah. sure Phil Jackson was a tremendous coach, but I think it helped who he coached. As I always say, it's the Jimmys and Joes, not the X's yeah. and O's. In many cases, yeah. like the 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 X's and O's can can help you break ties. Oh, big time! If the, if the talent is close, but the Jimmys and Joes. The team, the team that has the best Jimmys and Joes usually wins. Yeah, yeah. I bet Lemieux and Jordan and those guys win a title or two, probably no matter who their coach is. Yeah. Unless it's me or you. <laughs> Somebody that's <laughs> semi-qualified. <laughs> he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 